Hi, this is Daniel James, and this is the podcast of Triple R's The Mission, a weekly radio show exploring the issues that impact the lives of Aboriginal people and those at the wrong end of social justice in this country. The Mission is broadcast live on Triple R each Tuesday evening. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch via the Triple R website. Good evening, Triple R listeners. It's a pleasure to be here, filling the seats uh, once again this week for Daniel here on the mission on 3RRR. And uh, before I begin today's broadcast, it's important that I pay my respects to um, the land that I'm on today, uh, the Rundry land, and pay my respects to the lands of the Kulin Nations of where Melbourne sits also, and both their elders past and present, the Rundry and Boonwurrung peoples of the Kulin Nations where we get to broadcast out to here, and also all mobs all around the continent as well. And pay my respects to any other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people that are currently tuned in. And if you're a regular listener here to the mission, I'd like to acknowledge you as well. Thanks for coming again this week. And I've got a bit of a, uh, an exciting show planned for you all. I'm going to be having a yarn with Tanya Denning Orman, who is the Director of Indigenous Content at SBS. And um, we're going to be yarning about all things that are happening that are coming up with NITV, especially with NADOC, and how they've got an exciting broadcast planned. And we've got Tenya on the line now. Hey, Tenya, how's it going? Hey, good. Um, I'm going really well. I hope you're going well and everyone's um, in Melbourne there uh, yeah. in a good spirit. I think half of Melbourne were at the beaches this <laughs> today. Um, yeah, that temperature looked phenomenal. Yeah, it was very hot, and um, I think it was kind of really, yeah, everyone was quite excited about it. So it was it was a nice day down here. Yeah, um, enjoy it. You deserve it. <laughs> yeah, um, it's good to have you on the show. And um, you, you can you tell us a bit about yourself? So I've, I mentioned you as the director of Indigenous Content at SBS. For those who don't know, can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm. Um I, I'm from central and north Queensland, um, uh, Cookyamagin and Barry Gubba. Um, so Cookyamagin's up way up Cooktown Way, Hopevale. Um, up in the Cooktown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, also around um, Barry, around the Whitsundays is um, where my grandparents and my mother are from. And um, yeah, I grew up in central Queensland and I went into media. Oh, a good 20-odd, 25 years ago, originally, when I finished university, um, just uh, into journalism and have um, worked around the media sector for the last couple of decades um, as an independent. And then when, um, you know, about 2007, I got back from overseas and there was this concept of the National Indigenous Television being formed Mm -hmm. and I was lucky enough to be a part of the initial team that helped set it up and um, broadcasted originally as a narrowcaster, so beaming out to the bush mob mm. and to really grow and evolve the um, Indigenous channel, but we didn't know where it was going to go. And after mm. a few years, I was, um, yeah, asked to be the manager of the channel and help launch it as a free-to-air channel to um, as part of one of the SBS channels in 2012 and mm. it's actually coming up to our eighth anniversary in December on the 12th oh, wow. of December 2012 we <laughs> um 
yeah, we haven't looked back, I guess. Like every year mm. we've grown and, um, and, you know, I'm in a very privileged position to be able to be in the game of storytelling with our mob and mm. just seeing more and more Australians connect and, um, you know, seeing the impact our stories have, um, first and foremost, with our communities, our young mm. ones, that like we've been growing our children's content and um, we've now started to venture into scripted um, content for dramas and I'm just super excited about the next phase and, you know, just recently was appointed um, the Director of Indigenous Content for all of SBS and um, look forward to, you know, providing um, pathways and opportunities for our mob to create content to deliver across the platforms. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess it's part of SBS as well. We broadcast as a network in 64 um, different um, languages. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the cool thing I love about being a part of SBS is we get to communicate all the different nations or, you know, nationalities that um, um, live in Australia. So it's, um, yeah, pretty cool position I yeah. get to be in. Um, lots of fun, but, you know, lots of um, dedication. I get to um, mm-hmm. work with a lot of very passionate people as mm-hmm. well. I can keep talking. So I, better I can keep listening. <laughs> it's, like, it's incredibly epic work that NITV is doing, broadcasting um, at a national level for blackfellas and... Um, you know, like the work, like where people are starting to see like all those years of grinding, like all it's all paying off now, like being able yeah. to do a lot more um, as the years have happened. And I, I remember back in the day when NITV was starting out and it was pretty deadly to see like, you know, blackfellas on, on TV. So, um, I mean, you can't, you can't underestimate that, right? A lot of people don't realise, like, you know, part of our thing is so we could have our place in the Australian media landscape, and mm. we don't take that for granted. And I should have mentioned we stand on the shoulders of those, like, many, many decades, you know, back, you know, in the turn of last century, you know, William Cooper and those mm. early warriors um, knew that we needed to own our own media, own our voice, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, you know, we're a small percentage of Australia's population, we need to inform um, people of the truth that's happening in this country. And that was, you know, really the decades of um, remote media and the work um, diligently, just consistently, um, you know, working and community broadcasting especially that really helped pave the way. And, you know, but I guess, you know, we had the Marbo decision in the early 90s and then that Mm. switched um, you know, the way that government dealt with our issues and then we had the Royal Commission into Aboriginal Deaths and Custody and, mm. uh, you know, a couple of recommendations in there identified the importance um, or the need for our young people to be able to see themselves represented positively and reflected truthfully in Australia to be included. Mm. And then also the news, like the news back in the day, a lot of Australians got their information from, you know, those sources that, you know, were controlled by, you know, let's face it, white um, news editors who were not necessarily lived experience or any idea of our experience. And, um, you know, the, the success that, you know, I feel for the channel, you know, has taken many, many decades. It hasn't happened overnight. And I'm, I'm always thinking about how what set us up and mm. about the importance our role is with, um, you know, bad 
public perception does lead to bad public policy. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then to balance that, light and shade, we are in the entertainment game and, you know, we love our footy, we love our <laughs> comedy to have a laugh and we need to have laugh as a community. So the whole mm. balancing of the Indigenous channel um, and then how we reach different audiences, there's all unique purposes with it. So mm. there's a lot more we have to do, but, yeah, like you said, we definitely have to have those moments where we just reflect on, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that we're here, we this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we haven't been taken away yet. That's it. <laughs> no, I think, I think we'll keep going. <laughs> well, like, you know, the, this year's theme is always was, always will be. Um, it's kind of really telling because it's like, uh, you know, these stories were always always was ours and, and you know, places like NITV are able to share those kind of stories as well. Um, could you tell us a bit about what NITV has in store for NADOC this year. It's a weird year to do NADOC and it's not, it's not the time to do NADOC normally. So how's it, how's it yeah. feel and what, what, what have we got to be looking forward to? Yeah, look, my hat's off to the team um, and the sector that we work with. Like we, you know, we're really mindful to do, you know, we pay homage to the years of NADOC awards during um, NADOC in July when it originally is. But as a network, um, you know, we responded to the National NADOC Committee and as a nation, you know, November was the new date. And even just a couple of months ago, I wasn't sure are we going to have awards or not. And as a team, you know, we wanted to make sure we we needed it. We need to, um, you know, keep... It's um, going with NADOC and that, I guess that's a legacy that, you know, we stand off of and we really have taken this theme, always was, always will be, and really wanting to celebrate the first and also the fact that we're survivors um, and that Australians get to benefit out mm. of the fact that you're part of the world's oldest continuous cultures and storytellers. And the team, I also was mindful of the team of you know, the, the year that we've had, the problem-solving mm. that we've had to do, and um, I wanted to ensure that we could provide, the you know, the light and shade of that moment and mm. have some joy in our week and entertain our mob and connect our mob more than anything, mm. our communities. And, you know, I'm really excited. We got our very first national um, breakfast program um, coming to Australians um, in NAIDOC week. So... It's a special week, so get out and support it. And you I'm know, excited maybe, for that show. <laughs> it's um, you know, but we're a small channel. Like that's the thing. We got big hearts, big ideas, and then we go, oh, what are we committed ourselves to? <laughs> um, no, but we just, I think, after the narrative of you know, black Black Lives Matter, the movement, diversity in media, mm. being able to see ourselves, and there's one platform where we really haven't seen um, too many of us and that's in breakfast television which sets up the day and Mm. um, you know I think the team just said why can't we do you know I said let's do it let's but um, I know you've had a big year and Mm. you know normally we're winding down a lot of those sort of programs but um, Mm -hmm. I said if there's ever a week to give it a go and get you know we know our community will get behind us is made off week and we're What's really cool about it is we're crossing all over Australia to the different um, media, remote media, and mm. we've, um, you know, got some pretty fun, you know, entertainment lined up through the week. And, um, you know, off the backdrop, we've got Sydney Harbour in the back, just, you know, making 
reclaiming the space, reclaiming mm. the you know the media space, making a point, but just something more than anything to give our audiences something different, and you know start their day in a way, and they can connect with us, and then uh, you know towards the end of the week we've got a spectacular <laughs> concert, um, you know, uh, sort of variety show that we're broadcasting live out of Brisbane um, as live. And it's, um, you know, we've got um, Aaron Sparso, who's, you know, from Black Comedy, and um, he's doing a series for us called Straight to the Plate with mm-hmm. um, comedian Steph Tisdale. And, you know, they've um, got some pretty cool... Um, line up on that concert special and including mm. Troy Cassadaly and, you know, awesomely Electric Field um, oh. will perform something pretty deadly as well. So there's heaps going on in the week and I just think we need it. And through the week as well, we've got really cool programs that really sort of look at our history, like, you know, looky, looky, here comes Cookie, which a lot of it was shot down in Victoria there with um, filmmakers as well. So we've got Stephen Oliver re-looking and, re, you know, um, looking at reclaiming the song lines of um, our history of, um, you know, since 250 years since Cook sailed uh, down the, or up and down the East Coast. Mm. And, um, you know, we've got some other really cool dramas and documentaries for our audience. So I'm just hoping everybody in Australia just turns on NITV in the morning and doesn't switch us off <laughs> um, and just, you know, connect with us and, um, yeah, particularly our mob. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a really exciting week. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, cool. No, I, um, look, the thing is what we... You know, we're cheeky. We don't take ourselves too seriously and it's our mob behind the scenes that are making it. So that's what's really cool, why I love working for... Um, the Indigenous channel and being mm. able to then deliver it to different audiences. So it's, um, you know, we just enjoy what we do and we see um, the impact it has. And, you know, that in a year that has been mm. so incredible. Um, and, look, we want to pay homage for the year. It's a year we'll never forget. I think it's taught us a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, it's something we need to... Just um, sit back and you know really reflect and yep. just look at where we're going to go for. Yeah, that's a, that's incredible. Thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. No worries. Okay, have a great evening. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Triple R's The Mission, a weekly radio show exploring the issues that impact the lives of Aboriginal people and those at the wrong end of social justice in this country. The mission is broadcast live on Triple R every Tuesday evening. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast and feel free to get in touch via the Triple R website. <laughs>